Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I feel like I just found a good rhythm. You know, I found a good rhythm. Put it in work, practice, getting extra shots up, just, you know, feeling good about myself. You know, and the team is rolling right now. We're all playing together, playing the right way, and... You know, we're figuring something out that could be special. Bay Area is Draymond Green. And you're listening to Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. That was Andrew Wiggins. 14 seconds of Andrew Wiggins. Um, Andrew, as soon as that quote was over, he, out of sheer exhaustion, collapsed to the floor. <laughs> he had never spoken for 14 consecutive seconds before in his life. Uh, but we're told everything's okay. Man. The Warriors had plenty of team personnel on the scene and helped Andrew recover from his Herculean effort in the post-game press conference. I see him listed tonight as questionable slash press conference. Right. So that's rare that you see that. We're talking about Anthony Davis losing his voice. Don't right. ask Andrew to say anything tonight. He is out of words. I do think that what he said is interesting in terms of where they see themselves versus where the fans see the Warriors because they see themselves as, here we come. Of course they do. Like a horse at the top of the stretch <laughs> when you're, you're, he's a horse. <laughs> you know, the horse is four wide and he, you know, comes around and, and turn for home yeah. and the horse is sixth, but the jockey hasn't even gone to the whip yet and he's got that run in, in the four path and it's like, oh man. Look at the seven horse, in this case, the 10, a 10 horse. And then you get in the stretch and you get deep stretch. And then all of a sudden, whoa, you know, you get to the quarter pole, the 16th pole. This horse has a chance. So let's focus on just those words. How many words is it? We're figuring something out that could be special. Eight words. Yeah. You believe him? Yes. Do you agree with him? I do. I do. Now, special. It does not mean sure. we're going to be champions. But to me, special means we're going to win of the last 29. You're now 1 0. You got 28 to go. Let's say that they can finish up 19 and 9, which means you go 20 and 9 in the last 29 and you get a 7 and you win the play in and you go out and you beat the two and you get into the, the Western Conference semifinals. That to me would be special. Um, I agree with you. And not special as it pertains to what we've been through with the dynasty, because that's an unfair bar for this team to reach. But for me, special would be you're playing basketball in May. In May. Because the regular season ends about April 18, 19, 20, and then that first round seems to take forever. Some of this is more functional than emotional, I think. The emotional side to this is... oh. <gasps> 
what Andrew said. They figured something out. Right. They are a cohesive unit. They are loving on one another, and everybody has figured it out. Um, snap a doodle do. Here we go. It's Warrior Basketball. The other side to this, and a very good friend just texted this point into me, and uh, he's not wrong. Uh, the Warriors' schedule stinks the rest of the way. They've got a bunch of crappy basketball teams on the yeah, schedule. Third easiest in the association. They're like you can glance at what's going to happen between now and the end of March. And the San Antonios and the Charlottes and the Memphises are just flying off the page at me. Yeah. Those are wins. Those are wins. Now, you got two Charlottes. You got you, two Charlottes. You got three San Antonios between ooh. now and the and the end of March. Yep, yep. Right? Actually, in the month of March, you got three San Antonios. Right. You get a home and home with the Spurs. Okay? Right. You got a Bulls in there. You got a Jordan Poole in there. You got a Chicago Bulls in there. Um, let's see. What else? A Memphis I mentioned. You got a Memphis in there. You got a couple of Dallases. Those are interesting. Yeah. You see what you see there. Um, and sure, sprinkle in the Lakers and the Denver Nuggets, and there's a trip to Boston next week. Um, you got to play the Knicks twice at both places. That's a solid basketball team for sure. Um, right as you get into April, well, there's Houston, Utah, Look who you end the schedule with, Portland and Utah. Yep. I can look at this schedule right now, and if the Warriors just beat the cupcakes, that's it. Just the cupcakes, you're playing 500 ball. You're playing 500 right. ball the rest of the way just with cuppy cakeies. If you just steal a few, if you just steal a few here and there, yeah. If we say half of those twenty-eight are cuppy cakeies, I just counted thirteen. Okay, so that's a fair ballpark. So in those other fifteen games, win six, right? And there's your twenty and nine that yeah. everyone's hoping for to, to to finish the season. And that gets you to forty-seven wins, and now, that gets you sniffing the six. Now, are you healthy? Are you healthy? You're all right now, yeah. And you see what happens: nine of eleven. So they got. Well, is stay. he healthy? Sure. Sure. Well, there's others. Yeah. Dray Draymond's got to be a part of this. Yeah. Um, and, Although and, when you look at the games that he missed, they were about 500. Yeah. And games that everyone's but, missed, they've been about 500. Right, but I think not anymore. When you look at who they are right now, this is no longer a team that's going to play 500 basketball if healthy. And I think there are other keys, not just Steph. I think Draymond is one. Yeah. I think Wiggins is one. I think Pajemski is one. Like, they, they need these people. Um, Clay's probably furious that I didn't just mention his name. I'm sorry, Clay, but like, right? Like that. That's that's kind of how that's how I see this right now. Well, and, would you name Pajemski before you named Clay? Yes. And I mean, yes. I was hoping that you would pause a little bit longer before you answered, but the the point of that question is there's no pause needed. So not only did you answer pods over Clay. It took you 0.7 seconds to answer that, and you're not wrong. Yeah, no no question. He does more. He does a lot more. I'm not saying he's not a better shooter. He's not more explosive. But what you can count on him to bring, like here's how I would separate, and again, just right now, today, I would separate Brandon Pajemski and Clay Thompson like this. Clay is a tremendously helpful player when he's shooting well. Brandon is a tremendously helpful player. Sentence over. Right, right. He shot 3 of 12 last night. Tremendously helpful. Clay was 1 of 9, and he was helpful. No. But not tremendously helpful. Not tremendously helpful. 
the rebounding, yeah. the uh, you know, the 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 passing, the defense, the defense, all of that stuff. Last night was a perfect example of what you're saying because they both offensively were not good, and yet Pajemski did more in terms of rebounding, defense, and all the intangibles. I, now, now I love that Clay Thompson went into last night's game thinking pass first. I love that. I love that. That's actually probably Clay's best bad shooting game in the last two years. Yeah. In terms of the way Good he point. affected the game. So that's great. And 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 if you if you can get more of that, Clay thinking about things on the court beyond his shooting, that's a huge win. And I think that's even that's part of what Wiggins is uh that's part of what he's saying. Figuring something out. It does feel like roles are coming into place. Feels like roles are coming into place, which is why I will also rebirth what I said yesterday, my concern and the return of Chris Paul, because role. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. ...are being defined, and he's not a part of it. And I don't want him to come in and undefine the roles again. Well, he will be a part of it, and that's where Steve Kerr, that's why Steve Kerr is the best in the business is because he's going to figure out a way to make Chris Paul a part of it. And I also think that based on what we've seen from Clay this year and Steve being able to tell Clay, look, Clay, you're not going to start anymore. You're going to come off the bench and being able to make that okay. And remember, he was able to go to Chris Paul at the beginning of the year and tell Chris Paul what his role was going to be. And I mentioned this back in... September and October, Chris Paul had never come off the bench as an NBA player ever in his life. He'd never come off the bench. And Steve was able to get to Chris Paul and say, this is your role. You're coming off the bench. Yeah. So if he sees Chris Paul as a 12 or 15 minute a night guy now, based on what we're doing, thumbs up. Steve's going to be able to sell that to him. If Steve thinks he's 24 to 28 minutes a night, then that's well, what Chris will do. But if it doesn't work out for Chris then Steve will be able to get to Chris and say, we're going to scale you back because Brandon's better, Clay's better, Lester's better, etc. Yeah, I, I, I agree with everything you're saying, 
but Chris Paul and Clay Thompson are in different positions. I don't know how many things need to be sold to Chris Paul in terms of his role. I don't know what was really promised on the way in. He's 38 years old. They're 9 of 11 without him. Um, Chris is going to do whatever the hell they tell him to do. Um, and I think from a mental standpoint, because of where he is at his in his career and and the fact that he doesn't have this history with this team, there's just not a lot to say there. Clay's mental side needed to be massaged for a lengthy period of time. A lengthy period of time. And I don't need, I don't blame him for that. This is a Hall of Fame player. He, he he has a nickname right next to Steph Curry. The idea of moving him to a bench role, um, the injuries he's been through, this is one unbelievable set of mental gymnastics. And so I don't blame Clay for that, and I credit him for sort of a, what it looks like arriving where he's arrived. But it had to go through that. That had to be a process. When Chris gets healthy, 25 games to go, teams humming, you look at Chris and you just say, but this is what we're doing. And, and I, I don't want to really, like, I'm not saying Steve would do it this way. This is what we're doing. There does not need to be a discussion about well, this. Well, Steve already had that discussion, and that was my greater point about Steve Kerr is when Chris Paul came in, he had that discussion with Chris in terms of what he was going to do and his role in this team and what that was going to be. So when he comes back now from injury, that conversation is an easy one because Chris Paul has already come off the bench. And if the conversation now is, gee, Chris, uh, Pods has turned into uh, I mean, Chris sees what Pods has done. Sure. Chris is not coming back thinking, all right, Brandon, cute little run, nice little impact, but <laughs> it's my time. 38-year-old CP3 Dude, is Chris here. Chris Paul, is he's the point god, and he's a smart player, and sure. he knows what this team has done without him. So I don't think he comes back expecting to get 28 to 32 minutes. And no. I'm sure Steve Kerr will have the the appropriate conversation and say, okay, this is where we are. This is where I see you. And, you know, if you play well, you might be able to get back to where we were. But right now we're humming. And I'm not even against him closing some games because of the way the Warriors have closed games this year. Right. They're terrible at it. And so I definitely think Chris can be kind of a standby for the closing lineup. And if I'm Steve Kerr, that's one thing I would do a little bit quicker when there's seven minutes to go in the game and you're up by 11 and it starts going sideways, like react, react, know that it's going to keep going. Right. Because it's happened so many times. And I would use Chris for that role in emergency break glass and, and, and put Chris Paul in because he's a stabilizer like that, but he's also not much of a rebounder. And I, I, I tend to feel like when they're blowing things in the fourth quarter, that's the number one answer on the board as to why. And Pajemski is is not just their best rebounding guard. He's one of their best rebounders, period, period. end yeah. of sentence. Right. So um, Randy and Milpitas. Hey, Randy, you're on with Willard and Dibs. Love to take all your calls today. What's up, Randy? Hey, gentlemen. How are we doing today? What's up? Hey, so I wanted to follow up, um, you know, a couple quick recap things that I uh, saw last night. Um, you know, I saw the Warriors run. You know, it's the first time in a while that I've seen them get after the ball um, on both ends of the floor. Yes, their turnovers are always going to be an issue, even during the championship runs. Um, but one thing that I noticed last night was they were passing up good shots to make to great shots, right? And that really opened up the floor uh, for a lot of our shooters. You know, even though Clay had an off night, um, you know, Steph was able to come through, Paz was able to come through, um, you know, and a lot, a lot of our other guys have really spread the floor. Um, 
that being said, um, uh, you know, let's just fictitiously talk about, you know, getting into, you know, uh, six, uh, six seed, seven seed. We're playing late, you know, um, against some of the, the juggernauts like the Nuggets. Do you guys foresee our bigs, Sarich, TJD, Draymond, and Looney being able to handle, uh, you know, a seven-game series with the Nuggets or someone with another power forward slash center that could really take over the game? That's a really good question, uh, Randy. I, I, it's a very fair question because let's not forget how things ended against the Lakers last year. We did not walk away from that series at the time. Maybe we were wrong, but I don't think most of us walked away from that series going, eh, Warriors aren't good enough. I think we walked away and said Warriors aren't big enough. I think we felt like that was a matchup issue. Yeah. And maybe we were being myopic to a certain degree, but the Lakers weren't a great team last year either. I think the Warriors would have gotten beaten by Denver also had they defeated the Lakers and moved on. But I didn't walk out of the Lakers series and go, God, they just can't play with that team. I felt like they couldn't rebound with that team. And, uh, yeah, Randy's right. There are... There are some teams. It's interesting now. I'm listening to Gary St. Jean this morning with Bonte and FP, and he's like, the old adage is that a good small team beats a good big team because there's a matchup disadvantage at the other end of the floor too. So that Minnesota-Denver idea, I don't know. I know what it looked like at the beginning of the year, and the Warriors couldn't handle it. But they're a different team now, and would they be... Uh, they're a little bit more prolific offensively. Would they be able to tilt that quote-unquote disadvantage in the other direction? Best thing I can say is maybe. Right. Maybe. I do think that that adage is a little bit uh, dated because maybe. now, and Minnesota's different because they're big guys. Like Rudy Gobert is a classic old-school big, but Carl Anthony Towns is a seven-foot two-guard. He doesn't play like your traditional big, so... The idea of that adage where a good little team beats a, a good big team doesn't really fit when you've got big players who can play like small players. And Anthony Davis at times can play little. He can go out on the perimeter and he can cause problems out there. You know that the Joker, he doesn't play like a six foot 280-pound back-to-the-basket big. He plays like a small forward the way he goes about it on the perimeter, scoring at all three levels. So the adage I don't think necessarily fits in terms of classic bigs and classic smalls. I do think that Minnesota is a team, though, that can be neutralized based on their two bigs because Rudy Gobert, go ahead and leave him open yeah, exactly. on offense. I'm not worried about him. And I listen, even though he's undersized, even up to this minute, if you gave me like three, say, you could have three or four players in the NBA that you want guarding Carl Anthony Towns or Nikola Jokic, one of my selections will be Draymond Green. Yeah. I don't care that he's 6'6", six, six, sure, 6'7", air quotes. He's 6'5", maybe. Whatever. Like, that's that's one of the guys I would pick. And the Warriors have him, and he seems to be maybe in the best headspace he's been in in two years? Yeah. Is that probably accurate? Maybe even more, because I know they won a title less than two years ago, but don't forget what was going on in those playoffs. He was he was admittedly struggling at times dealing with the voices. Uh Boston's crowd, all of that. Like he said at times, they got to me. Yeah. I feel like and uh maybe it's too early to say this, 
But the things that we were concerned about in December and January where we were questioning the future of Draymond's career and whether or not it was time for the Warriors to move on, look, this is still a relatively small sample. But, dude, since he's come back, he's crushed it. He's crushed it on he's every, been amazing. not just basketball. Like, he has found that tiny little path of, I'm going to have my head totally screwed on straight. I'm going to be aware I'm not going to get into the officials, but I'm still going to poke enough at the opponent to tick them off. It's been impressive. It's been absolutely what you want him to be at his best. And there's a certain amount of freedom that comes with being at the end of the rope where, you know, it doesn't matter now what he does in, in as far as like if you have another incident well, now you're probably gone for the rest of the year or maybe longer. So there's a certain amount of freedom that comes with being at the at the end. Like when you're playing golf totally. and you know you play the front nine and you, you shoot a 52, it's like, okay, who cares? I'm not going to set my own personal record. Just go out and play. And then all of a sudden you go out and you play and you make a couple of pars and you sneak in a birdie and it's like, okay, good back nine. You're playing free. There's no pressure. You're not thinking about the what if. And Draymond's got four rings and now he knows that the next time he does anything, it might cost him his career. So just don't do that. Take that part of it out and just go play. You can still be the Draymond that you want to be. And Steve even said to us, and I'm sure he said it to Draymond even more forcefully, I still want you to agitate and talk to officials and advocate for calls. Just stop hitting people. (laughs) It's so funny. I mean... It is, but Could you it, just stop hitting people, please. Could, I mean, do everything you want to do. Well, just stop hitting people. No, but also, also, like, just be a little bit more aware with the refs. Sure. Just be a little bit more aware of how you talk to them, when you talk to them, how loud it is, um, how intimidating it is. Like, just right, right. Be aware of that. But even the Nurkic thing, when he played him again, and Nurkic scored on him and did the "you're so little," and then Draymond scores back and he slams the floor. Like, yeah, that's how little I oh, am. Come on. That stuff is all good. That's great. But it wasn't getting in his face and like, oh, I don't know, choking him out. I always feel like certain personalities, um, and this is true, this is why parenting, for example, that's my you know world. That's why it's so damn hard. Everybody, oh, every human, good God. <laughs> every human needs something different to get the best out of them. This is, again, like... Why do you back up the coaches all the time? Because it's hard. Because it's hard. And what we as fans ask of them is often not possible. Hey, Kyle, know which play will work every time. And know which players will go the wrong way. Like, okay. Hey, Steve, you got to know when Wiggins is going to shoot the ball and it's not going to go in before it happens. Okay. Like, seriously, what are we talking about here? Steve Kerr has actually done an unbelievable job this year. If you really want to step back for a minute and take a look at what's been asked of him and what's been needed of him. And Draymond Green, as the example we're talking about right now, what gets the best out of people is different for every person. And maybe Draymond is one of these people. I know a few. I'm not one of them, but I know a few, and there's nothing wrong with this. Some people will not... Get in line until they really, truly believe and have been shown 
This is your last chance, and we're not budging anymore. And Draymond, I think, with an indefinite suspension, finally believed that. I think he has lived his entire career with, sure, what are you going to do about it? Stop me. What are you going to do about it? And the league and the Warriors have been rightfully criticized at times for being soft with Draymond. Okay, Draymond, don't punch a teammate. Like, we're not going to suspend you or do anything at all, but, but that was bad. Don't do that. Well, you're telling the person you can do whatever you want and there's not going to be any ramifications. The NBA finally did something that made Draymond go, okay, all right, you have my attention. Man, the team didn't do that two years ago. Correct. And Correct. the league did. And it worked. So far. I think he believes it now. So don't you? So don't believe it so far. Yeah, watch, him, watch him tonight. Just as a fellow anger management. Nuts as a fellow anger management survivor, yeah. it is a day-to-day battle. No doubt. No doubt. Always. Isn't everything? You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.